Hello. It is the 48th, not 8th, 8th, the 48th episode of the podcast. My name is Riley Hirzog Swift. Hunter. And this week, I'm sorry that I broke promises and made no, no. I had broken dreams, but um, there is no uh, uh, Planet of the Apes this week. You didn't watch the second one because you were bored? No, I watched the second one and fell asleep. So did you finish it? Nope. <laughs> I'm telling you, the third act is fucking nuts. No, like I'm so serious. I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch Beneath, Escape, and uh, Conquest in a single night. I'm gonna be up till like one o'clock. I'm gonna finish these first forty-five minutes of Beneath. I fall asleep. <laughs> the first and the third one were the only ones where I didn't have to go on my phone to. Uh... Stay awake. Sure. No, see, Besides, I, can't, I guess I can't ones. watch mo- movies during, like, the week anymore. Because, like, I, I work, like, ten hours. <laughs> and then, plus, I have other shit to do as well. Take I'm up for, like, at least 14 hours before I even start trying to watch movies. By that point, I'm, like, exhausted. And I don't want to do it. No, yeah. Now I... T- I, re- I... Now I regret it, because now I have... After Wednesday, no, after Tuesday, I have every day off until, I think, fuck, maybe next, next Tuesday? Damn, you have almost a week? Yeah. I wish I had almost. Well, I requested a lot of it off. Mm. Like, my mom's birthday is next week. Oh, happy unknown date birthday, I'm not gonna ask. (laughs) I don't know why I took any of the other days off besides next Sunday I took off. For. Oh, I wanted to Transformers? Well, yeah, that, no. Well, next <laughs> well, that's just another thing to add to the list for next week. Next week is the <laughs> Xbox showcase. Oh. I don't want to miss it like I did. I okay, but like, are you going to miss much? That's the, that's, real... that's the real question. That's the real question. I'm there for the Starfield thing, because I, I need to see more to get excited. Imagine again. like half of it's just Starfield. No, they so have like... a separate showcase for Starfield that mm. day. Okay. How long's that? Do you know? Probably like twenty minutes. Ah, oh. they show no gameplay. <laughs> they just—it's all like dialogue and like here's how to make you. Sh- here is how you talk to people and like they don't give you gameplay. No, it's it's gonna be another disappointing CGI mess for uh, Xbox. It's just gonna be these games will come out in ten years. Nice. Yes. Oh, by the way, it's Saturday. We're recording in yeah. advanced because you close the next three. Yeah, I do. And unless we did it on Wednesday, but I, 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 like I just said, I would have been up for like 14 hours by then. So here's how I would sound. Oh, yeah, really good. <laughs> really good. Yeah, man. Just big. pass out on the chair. Yeah, but I, you start hearing me snore. Like, it's, it's, it's gonna be, it'd be rough. I'm just saying. And I'd be sleeping until like 12, 2 on Wednesday. Because <laughs> I closed three days in a row. Mm-hmm. Two is bad enough. Yeah, you're like, oh, nap time. <laughs> Wake up half the day. Is <laughs> you, look at, you look at your phone, it's one o'clock. My time. My time. How am I supposed to be playing Street Fighter? Um, um, yeah. The only game I played even remotely was my fucking mobile game. <laughs> Not too. I can't stop playing it. Um, all right, you want to start with news? I don't have a ton. But okay. I have, like, a little bit. I, um, well, starting off, we talked about it a little bit over Discord, but there were rumors that Sony was buying CD Projekt Red. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah. That was immediately shot down like yeah, a day later. That sounds about right. Because <laughs> I was like, wait, doesn't WB kind of partly own that? And, and they're they worth were... $12 billion. Yeah. Well, Sony Well, Ubisoft might is worth have... only $3 billion. Ubisoft? Oh my, that's funny. <laughs> they dropped a shit ton. Now's two, the time. Two, Sony, now's the time. Go, go, go. <laughs> two games that are really good and so, sold, were sold very sold very well were games that are mid and sell poorly. But I don't know. <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> um, Which one? <laughs> pick your poison. Did you watch the new Team and T trailer? I did, yes. Yeah. I didn't realize Superfly was going to be the main bad guy. Or yeah, maybe he is for like the first part. But I, I just feel weird that Ice Cube's just being Ice Cube, and Ice Cube's the bad guy. Like, I can't take that too seriously, but to be fair, I don't think I'm supposed to be taking it too it's... seriously. Yeah. I think the it's animation's Shredder. going nuts. Shredder's coming back. Please. And so the jokes were better, in my opinion, this time. Some of them, yeah. From the first one. I just think it, like... it's going crazy in the animation department. It's the only reason why I'm going to see it. And I like the fact that they're voiced by actual kids. Well, the teen, the forty-year-old men, Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville. What an awful choice for Leonardo. I don't understand. Yeah, I'm excited. I watch it be like an hour and a half. It's gonna be like a breeze. But like, there's like way too many characters in it. Teenage Ninja Turtles, except they're thirty-year-olds. Mom, <laughs> the past fifty live-action films. Splinter, I'm a kid. <laughs> that original first one goes hard. Though. I'm a kid. Um, so I don't know if you saw this. Hiccup and Astrid were cast for the live-action uh, How to Train Your Dragon. I don't know either of them, and I don't want to see this movie. Yeah, people talking about the race swap. Well, I, every I, other person has to be told why. <laughs> no, why are you making it? In the, the normal first place? people are like, "Why the fuck are you making this?" And then the cringe racist bros are like, "Eh, race not historically accurate." It's a movie about dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> what the it's, fuck? It's like that meme. You're in a RPG, play as white knight in a world full of a bunch of with a dozens upon dozens of races to choose from you still play as a generic white knight that does two-handed i'm living the male fantasy (laughs) (laughs) plays like a goblin goblin um so apparently the sequel to the flash has already been written like completely by the guy that wrote aquaman but I think that's a different writer from this one. But I just hope that The Flash sucks <laughs> and that they don't make the, s- I the sequel. I was thinking about it. I genuinely don't think I'm going to see it. Me either. I I just saw Spider-Verse. I don't need to see I don't. it. <laughs> I don't need like, to I see it. I know it's like the birth of the DCEU, but I just I don't want to support... Oh, the new one? Yeah, I don't want to support... The main thing is Ezra. Ezria. I don't... I don't that and Michael Keaton looks bored. That too. And I just yeah. watched a forty-minute-long video on Ezra Miller, and there's a lot more things that people don't really talk about. 
Like apparently he uses the LGBT people just to just to like like use it to like as a scapegoat. Because mm. there's a video of him getting arrested and he's like, "I'm non-binary. Why are you arresting me?" Damn. So damn. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like I don't know. But I did hear that he isn't doing press for the movie. And he's only going to show up for, like, a meet and greet. Like, right as the movie premieres. Well, you better keep the Hawaiians away from him. <laughs> no, you better keep him away from the Hawaiians. <laughs> well, there's also the video of the fan that met him. and Oh, and he choked her out. He choked her out. She thought he was playing, but he was not playing. No. <laughs> She's like, ha <laughs> No. <laughs> I, I don't want to support a psychopath. He does not. I'm okay. Plus, <laughs> I saw that too. I respect that. And why it's too late to quit? That's a based take. I didn't watch it. Not well. Yeah. No, I'm about halfway through the two-hour Scott the Was video. <laughs> the new one? Yeah, the part one. Uh, <laughs> but it's like two hours. His videos are so good. Yeah. What was it? Beyond the Border was his last one. I don't. Know. Or whatever. His special. I don't like religiously watches stuff but it's like this one's the one that he's been gone for months for so yeah. i've been checking it out that too um okay oh yeah you got uh, uh oh yeah i have some bungee news bungee. It, re- it relates to sony Soon. so uh, there's jason schreier the boy the boy the boy talked about sony released an article talking about why a lot of games were not shown at the PlayStation Showcase. Okay. And they're having a mix-up. They're, they're having, like, a shake-up because they wanted to switch or, like, dabble their toes in live service games. But then they bought Bungie. And this explains what happens to The Last of Us, the factions. They're, they thought it was going smoothly, and then they bought Bungie. And then Bungie came in, and they're like... Whatever you're doing, it's not going to work. Damn. And they're like, okay, maybe we'll just make it a smaller game now. But that's only for one game, though. Yeah, that's all, that's for factions. But um, apparently they had a bunch of other projects that were like either canned or are getting dubbed down a little. Not as big as they used to. So probably their Horizon multiplayer is not going to be as big. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Because, yeah, Bungie can't... Nope, you can't You can't make good money out of this. So, I think that's a good idea, though, because I think Bungie, they know how to make multiplayer games, despite the, start- the <laughs> awful monetization. See, yeah, just don't let them near the money part. Yeah. Like, the gameplay part, maybe. But, like, even then, they've only had four factions for nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, keeping players invested with the gameplay loop. But even though we don't know what factions even probably was in the first place okay but like did did it have any single player stuff or was it more just like the it, multiplayer it aspect? was just 100 percent multiplayer okay oh like i mean like the article oh it was what, just multiplayer stuff okay. yeah they were having a shake-up at naughty dog specifically it was mostly about naughty dog but they took it for i think a bu- couple of other games so and Bungie is working on a new IP for them. That is live service. That is not marathon. I am so dumb. <laughs> I can't. I can't handle live service, man. Just make a 
normal shooter, please. And it's going to be funny, though. It's going to be described as a funny game. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. It, that's not enough for me. Live service games, I don't have the time. I can't sink 100 hours a week into this shit. For a shitty gun that doesn't do anything. Exactly. I can't do it. I'm not I'm not going to do it. Well, the, you have... Like, Marathon's trailer was so dope. And then I hear no campaign. So I'm like, alright, I'm not buying it. <laughs> like, yeah. I think people just have to accept that that Bungie is no more. Like, not even a single campaign. Not even... No. And they did say, like, the light saga is over. But, like, that doesn't mean there can't be more saga. <laughs> Destiny 3. The darkness saga. Stop. <laughs> Maybe this one will have a normal story. <laughs> Maybe it's about time travel. And you can show us when it was actually good. <laughs> Yes. You can show us yes. the lore that people won't shut the fuck up yes. about. Maybe instead of making a half-assed story, you could attempt like a ten-hour campaign with characters from the past set in the past. There's nothing to do with the modern reality, aka just make a prequel. Make a prequel about the golden age and then the fall of the golden age. Well, I don't want it to be about like. Earth right when the aliens show up. Oh, That's want, kind of boring. You want boring. the god shit happening? I don't <laughs> want that. I kind of, like, I want it further ahead where, like, Earth is, like, like dawn and we have, like, the traveler and the space alien shit, but we have the other stuff going on. Like, after or before? Because I, because like, I, if I, I don't know, because, like, the initial, like, the world ends and then the traveler shows up and then all of it dies. Like, that's, we kind of know that. Like, I want there to be something, like, past that, but before Destiny. Oh, like, Somewhere in there, there's got to be a good there, story. There is. There's a lot of cool stories of, like, because that, that was more, like, Western times okay. in between there. Because they're trying to get civilized and shit. Sure. So there's a lot of, like, Western-like stories. That That's what a majority of it is. Oh, Western. About, like, a gun soaked in blood get. I don't know. There's some wacky Freaky shit. <laughs> Freaky yeah, bro. There's That's some weird poggers. shit. I don't, I don't know. I um, just can't wait for that series to be done. <laughs> Oppenheimer is officially R-rated. His first since Insomnia. And it is his longest movie at three hours long. Why R-rated though? Because there's probably going to be some cussing and maybe light nudity. Yeah. <laughs> Emily Blunt Biddies. No, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's or maybe gonna be, we get to see Killian Murphy's cock. <laughs> maybe that's what we see. Yes. Yes, that's cock. Yes. Best actor now, my Best actor winner. Best actor winner. winner. Yeah, um. So the the fucking Fast and Furious Hobbs movie has been progressing quite quickly, which means it's actually happening and not just some random thing a producer said, which is kind of what I was hoping was going to happen. Because the rumor is that the extremely funny haha cameos from Kevin Hart and Ryan Reynolds from the first Hobbs and Shaw, well, they're going to be characters in this one. Why don't they want Jason back? I don't know. <laughs> like, wasn't that the big selling point, though? It was Hobbs and Shaw. Well, now it's just Hobbs. Well, like, because you say Jason is, like, a huge thing in China. Mm -hmm. 
Like, don't you think that's probably why it made a lot of money in China? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Well, he makes think... money in China sometimes. I don't think people care about him though anymore. Well, that's his fucking ego trip. No, he's just like me and Vin. We settled it a year ago. We're bringing the family, but like, shut the fuck. <laughs> The fuck up. Settled it a year ago? What, didn't like a month ago he say fuck you? Yeah, like a year ago. It's like, Dwayne, I want you back. He's like, no. <laughs> no. But like, and now apparently Vin's mad that Jason Momoa stole his thunder. Like, Vin, you need to stop. Well, you... I actually think, I heard, I heard he was actually pretty good in the Fast X. He's like, not the, like good, but like. He's like camp as fuck and yeah. people liked him. That's, I hear he's the best part of the movie, which is not surprising. Because Vin, Vin yeah. Diesel, when he's getting old and he needs new action people to take his place. <laughs> At least Arnold took it like a champ. He did. He accepted his fate. Okay. Well, I feel like, I feel like, um, Sylvester Stallone's still like that, to be honest. He's just like, guys, guys, I'm epic. <laughs> I am Especially epic. during the Expendables era. <laughs> I can do action movies, guys, is 60 plus years old. Uh, Rambo Last Blood. Rambo <laughs> Last Blood. So, Ghibli won't publish any images for How Do You Live before its release in Japan. Oh, so they just won't release images? No. So, like, it's just kind of dropped <laughs> in, oh, okay. in, in Japan. And people are just going to probably screen cap it and then be like, oh, look at how pretty it is. And then we have to wait until like November or some shit in America to watch it. <laughs> and it's mid. You know what? Mid. <laughs> I mean, Miyazaki would have to pull off some crazy shit for it to be like a top five movie of his. Like it would. I'm just saying. Like maybe it's, it could be top five for me because I'm weird with his catalog. But for most people... Nearly every movie of his is like 10 out of 10. So to break into that, like top five would be very difficult. A lot of Ghibli rankings are so like mixed though. Like no one seems to like agree. I feel Except like. for Spirited Away for some reason. Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> Although I'm breaking against the grain. I think it's an eight. Yeah, yeah. It's um, pretty boring. <laughs> It was too long. I like the I'm funny sorry. baby, though. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I have two things left. So with the big like, success of Across the Spider-Verse, they announced that a live-action Miles movie, Miles Morales movie, is happening. No, uh, and that was the extent of it. They're just like, guys, it's happening. And then they just left it there. It's like when Into the Spider-Verse came out, and they were like, there's going to be a female spin-off, and then it didn't happen. Like, I think they may or may not just be kind of talking out their ass to build off the hype. Yeah. Who knows? Um, still, like, think about, like, what Phil Lord and Chris Miller did to Miles. It's too good. <laughs> well, I know. I'm like, sorry. They took, they took a... I mean, not even just that, but Miles, like, in general. Like, look at all the other characters who, like, tried to pick up the mantle. Like, Dick Grayson. Uh, Terry McGinnis for Batman 2. Even the uh, Jonathan Kent for Superman today. You know, they, they tried, but everyone fucking failed. And Miles is, like, actually mainstream now. 
good. Which is kind of actually... And I, I, I do think Spider-Woman, a.k.a. Spider-Gwen, a.k.a. Gwen Stacy, is kind of reached that status, too. Now there's three Spider-People that people accept, I think. Which is really... It, it's interesting, because Spider-Man is arguably probably the best superhero ever. For some, yep. <laughs> I think so. He's probably my favorite, but I'm cringing. <laughs> to have multiple Spider-Men... But people would treat it equally. I think it's even, it's even I think the Spider-Verse inherently is a cool concept because it can introduce wacky shit to people. But people have been exposed to now three movies about the Spider-Verse where I think they're kind of just like, yep, this can happen, and I'm cool with it. <laughs> like, I, don't, I didn't... I saw across the Spider-Verse. I'll get to that in a, in a, in a bit here. But I didn't hear a single complaint from anyone about how it was, like, too complicated or whatever. Like, how Phil Lord and Chris Miller are able to, like, write a story that complicated so simply, I'll never understand. <laughs> it's crazy I heard people shit. just didn't like the ending because it's a cliffhanger. I love the ending. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, there's a Tekken part. <laughs> I will say, okay, so I went to, like, a 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock screening on, like, the biggest theater near me and i had a great time um i will say i knew it was a part one and part two everyone else didn't so it ends on a cliffhanger and then just the credits roll and the guy in front of me i saw him do like what <laughs> like he put his hands out like what <laughs> he was really confused and i'm just like well listen if you wanted it to be one part you'd be sitting through like a four hour plus movie um, and I don't think anyone would have gone to seen it, so it's a two-parter. <laughs> and money. That too, that too. Um, yeah. So across the Spider Verse, I kept checking its letterbox score because I'm I was kind of fascinated by it because it kept going up and I'm like, all right, you can chill a little bit, and then it just kept going up. I'm like, all right, you can chill now, and just kept going, and now it's like. A 4.7. And, like, no movie has a 4.7. And it... It's... It's just came, It's still out. It came out, too. It came out. There's 200,000 ratings for it. And it's still at 4.7. Like, I... <laughs> like, okay, then. Normally, it would, like, everything everywhere it. Or once enough people watch it, it like, drops. Because that went from, like, 1 to, like, I think, like, 28 now. Like, it's still high... But, like, the initial burst happens, and then it drops off. But, like, I don't know. I still think it'll go to, like, a 4.6, maybe 4.5. I still think it's not going to sit there. No. But, like, I've never seen a movie do it. So it's it was kind of interesting to watch. Did that one annoying guy finally watch it? Uh, well, there's several annoying people. Well, there's one guy that I absolutely hate. He always gives like threes or fives and then has Forgetting Sarah Marshall as one of his favorite films of all time. <laughs> Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> Let's fucking go. He did not. Oh. You, yeah. know, you could casually awesome. see my 10 out of 10 right now. <laughs> it's fine, though. It's. Oh, they didn't watch District 9. Okay. Did they watch. Just oh, this guy. Out. Yeah, you see. <laughs> There's Ikaru, Titanic, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and Mishima. 
That is a very eclectic list. (laughs) I'm sorry, working girl. Seven out of ten? That's a little high. I think I have it rated. What the? Don't I? Oh, I don't have it rated. I thought I did. You give it like a one? I would give it like a two. (laughs) Like, it's not good. What do you mean you gave Daddy's Home a four out of ten? What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I guess before I hop into like my one review, Unless you want to do Street Fighter Six, but I don't think you beat the story yet. No, I have you I been have... doing the story, or you've been doing multiple? Yeah, I ways? just played a little bit last night. I have okay. a couple more news. Stuff, oh, I just so... took it off. I'm sorry. Okay, no, you're good. Um, yeah, the Sony thing. Sony. Um, did you see the new? I'm. I have a. I did you see the new Silent Hill trailer? There's a new Silent Hill game. I didn't. It's see. not much. Um, Silent Hill Ascension, it's an interactive streaming series, so players can dictate who dies and who lives. Mm, I think I might have heard of it. Okay, that's kind of neat. Is this, oh, which streaming service? I don't know. And wasn't that the name of the second movie? Or was it like... I thought it was just Silent Hill 2. It's not. It's something different. It had like a really cringe name where it ended with Shun. Because every single name has to be something shun t especially revelation 3d (laughs) yo see when i say shun i oh i told you revelation or the first one's not awful though annihilation revelation (laughs) did you hear there's a new resident evil movie in the works too Umbrella. It's apparently Umbrella Chronicles. That's what it's called. It's, it's, oh, Veron. Why? Why? Umbrella Chronicles. I don't know why Umbrella. They want. They want to have. Uh, what was? What's his name? Chunk or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> what? Did you ever play the Resident Evil Two DLC? There's like this absolute Chad. <laughs> his name just, is he has, Chunk. He has, I, I don't remember what his name. I think his name's Chunk. That's... He just has a gas mask, and he's the reason why the virus broke out again. Damn. <laughs> that's kind of base. <laughs> that's a kind of Or he base. gave it to Umbrella, so then... They and then Umbrella just spread it. That's <laughs> yeah. so No. See, I saw Welcome to Raccoon City, and I fucking hated it. And then they made the show, and I didn't watch it, but every single person that did thought it was an abysmal piece of shit. So I think they should stop trying. <laughs> I really think they should stop trying. I, I actually clearly they're not getting. I'm not gonna watch it, but I heard Albert Wesker is awful in that movie, and that just makes me not want to. In watch it. Ra- Welcome to Raccoon City. Yeah. Oh, he's the Umbrella Academy guy. He's not Wesker until like the end. Yeah, but like he's not like he's not like Wesker. They make him into like a three dimensional character. In terms of like, oh look, I'm actually not that bad. I'm a good. I'm. I'm just half. I don't even remember. All I know is that I was with the theater with one guy, and the guy in front of me had an anime background. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember very vividly. Average Resident Evil fan. I gotta get that Jill Bussy. <laughs> Jill Bussy. I gotta get bussy. that. I gotta, I gotta get that Twink Leon's Bussy. <laughs> Let's go. No, I swear to God, I was like. Like, face palming, like, the, my cheek, just, like, watching it. I was so bored. I was not scared once. And, you know, Leon was like, what the fuck? And he was just, like, saying shit that's, like, the, supposed to be the comic relief, and I didn't laugh at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know, I hear that Leon's fucking 
ass. Literally everyone is ass. Because the director's like, oh, we tried to have a bunch of story in and lore. And I'm like, shut up. It's an hour and a half long movie. And you crammed Resident Evil 1 and 2 together in the worst way possible. Like, the first one's really not that hard to adapt. I'm sorry. Like, have it just be a horror movie where two, three, three it's, people I go through. I think it's like a, five. Five people? Yeah, because they kill like th- two people off. Unknowns? Yeah. Because all I know, it's it's Chris, Jill, and then Wesker. Yeah. That's all I remember. And then, but that's what happens in the movie. They show up to a place, and then a bunch of people die because of like a fucking helicopter explosion. <laughs> and then like... Wesker betrays them? I don't remember. All I know is that they're on a train and there's like a weird creature thing and then it explodes in Raccoon City. Oh, they had Resident Evil Zero in there too? I guess they put three in there. The fucking train is from Resident Evil Zero. Because like there's a train and then they get off the train and then they all survive and they have an epic poggers shot of of like the four of them walking out of the tunnel. And then there's like a raccoon city eliminate, and then there's like someone typing on it, and then like it teases a sequel. What? Oh, did they have? Oh, there's four: Jill, Leon, and then the two Redfields. They had the meat. Oh my god! They did have a meat. Yes. Oh my god! That was like the that's cringe. That was like the whole like finale. It's like they teamed up to beat the bad. That's cringe. That is like it, it, when they just the randomly... entire movie is cringe. What do you think? It's better when they just randomly meet and they don't know each other and they're like, oh, damn. No, but they teamed up because like they're cops and then they're like, hey, you're a cop, and then like they team up. How was your first day, rookie? <laughs> yeah, how, yeah. Leon's first day. Claire's they have. A... Oh, Claire's not a cop. Claire. Oh, I don't. Re- oh, you're right. Claire's just there. I'm trying to remember. I think she goes to like a house for some reason and then like she gets attacked in the house because she's like trying to investigate. She's like, why is this town so quiet? And then like it's because everyone's fucking poisoned. <laughs> so did they not even adapt the second one? There was no Sherry? There no, was this, no... You mean RE2? Yeah, they didn't even adapt, adapt the second RE2, one. there's the... They have the police station, but they don't have Mr. X. They don't... They have, like, the beginning where Leon gets trapped. And, like, the police guy that he meets dies. They don't have Ada. They don't have the... Ada is in it, but she's a cameo at the end. What the fuck? And she's, like, working with Wesker. Or something. I literally... I don't know. (laughs) All I know is that it was fucking abysmal. And I thought it was a boring piece of shit. And I hated watching it. And then I dual featured it with House of Gucci. (laughs) (laughs) You should play Resident Evil 4 for Halloween. I probably should. Yeah, I probably I'm going to play it again on Halloween. It's so good. I'm I'm not even... The remake or the original? The remake. Okay. I'm not even joking. I, I, I genuinely think it's a better game than Tears of the Kingdom. Only because I played Tears of the Kingdom of Four, and that was called Breath of the Wild. That's true. Well, yeah, you can keep going, but... Okay. Uh, another Jason Schreier article. My boy's working. <laughs> you want to hear a little bit about Redfall? Sure. Okay. Uh, nothing much. Um, it Xbox, they already admitted they didn't help with the game. Yep. But you want to hear something that's even better? 
like funnier or like it's even funnier okay the devs were hoping microsoft would just straight up cancel it damn there was no passion behind it everyone's like because it was it was greenlit during the final the fallout 76 era when zenimax the the ceo's last wishes just melt these games damn i need quick money before i get kicked (laughs) i think he passed away oh he did okay His last wish was to ruin every franchise. <laughs> <laughs> to ruin every friend. What a chat. I'm just like, my last wish ruined my internship. <laughs> Fucking Let's go. Let's go. What a chat. I mean, Microsoft still could have saved it, but, you know, whatever. That's it for that. Uh, yep, Fast and Furious spinoff. Furious. Yeah, I just read the headline. So Redfall's devs hope Microsoft would just cancel the game. I think that's terrific. Sometimes you just know that it's going to be bad. Did you see the Opera GX Pride logo? I absolutely love that. They're like, we hate rainbow capitalism. And they just have two men kissing. <laughs> that's fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm right. sorry. But like Opera GX has some of the greatest fucking like roasts. Like some terrific tw- like comeback tweets. GX. Oh my gosh. Like, it was kind of funny. Oh no, oh no. Oh! I love this one. So they posted this image called, like, <laughs> making fun of Pride Month, and it would go to Demon, and it was gaming, and it would just say gay. And then there's this lady that does OnlyFans. That's like, you spelled gaming wrong. And they said, you spelt your name wrong on the SATs. This is why you have to shill your OnlyFans now. Please stop. Don't talk to me. And it went from less than 1500 to 23000 <laughs> 23, And the lady's reaction was just, damn. <laughs> damn. Got absolutely nanade. She still gained like 100 subscribers. Oh, absolutely. That. that gained her a lot of attention. But either way, it was kind of fun. <laughs> Yeah. Huh? Pride Month giveaway? What? Huh? Oh, yeah. Opera GX. This is so, like, Stardew Valley, yeah, and Celeste, obviously, but Fallout New Vegas? Pug. <laughs> Pride <right>. Month. <laughs> All right. Well, that's an odd way to celebrate Pride Month. Mass yeah. Genocide? I love it. Let's go. <laughs> For the boys. <laughs> um... So, did you hear that Jack Quaid was in Spider-Verse? Yeah, for a little bit. He plays... I didn't know who he played. And in the credits, all he, it said Jack Quaid, Peter Parker. I'm like, wow, that's super helpful. It says if there's hundreds of them in this movie. <laughs> but it turns out he's playing Spider-Gwen's version. That happens like right at the beginning of the movie. I guess. Um, oh, and they're... I heard they were making a Spider-Gwen spinoff. I also heard. But it'd be called Spider-Woman. Because, like... It, she is Spider-Woman. Yeah. But, like, the fans call her that because that's what she was at first because of, like, the novelty of, like, Oh, Gwen Stacy, Spider-Person! And, dead, and Deadpool Gwen or whatever. Oh, called. Gwenpool? Gwenpool, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Just make everything Gwen, Gwen Hulk. Gwen Hulk. Gwendy's nuts in your mouth. 
Gwen Thanos. <laughs> Gwen Thanos. Um, okay, so I have a fun kind of story. So I went to Minnesota Con today. I wasn't gonna go. We talked about it. But then my parents politely bullied me <laughs> into being like, hey, you don't, you, you've never gone to one, so you should probably go. And you won't know until you, like, try it. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I went. I drove an hour to the cities. I hate driving in the cities. Like, like the first 40 minutes is good because it's, like, one road. And then you get to, like, the four lanes of traffic. That's when I lose my... That's when I lose confidence in driving. Yeah, (laughs) I I don't think anyone actually likes driving in the cities, to be honest. No, no, no. Um, But I got there... It was, like, two floors down in this, like, giant convention center. Um, I was, like, I got, I, ha- I bought my ticket early, so I got my wristband, and I just kind of waited for, like, 40 minutes. It was cool seeing people's, like, cosplays. There was a guy that dressed up as the Joker. That's all. That's all you <laughs> need That's kind of cringe. <laughs> no. But, like, it was, like, a cool comic booky version, because he had, like, the pink... It's not pink, like the purple suit, and he had like the classic like stuff on him, bright green hair. Like he went for like a classic look, and oh, I could respect that. He didn't that. go for Heath Ledger's or Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin, yeah, or Jared Leto. Thank God. <laughs> thank God. Damage. <laughs> Damage. So there, there was an anime girl. There was a couple anime girls. There was a guy that was missing a leg, that had like a dope as fuck like lego sword and lego sheath that was pretty awesome <laughs> and he was just like walking around with casually i don't know why <laughs> he just kind of had it um i was hoping to see michael rooker that's the only reason why i went was to see michael rooker he wasn't there so that's it's already like a two out of ten experience. He didn't, show <laughs> like a, up. he didn't even show up, which is honestly good for him. Good for him. But yeah, but you pay for a lot of people pay for those tickets to see those people, and then they just don't show up. It's a little lame. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't take photos with anyone because of crippling social anxiety. <laughs> um, I saw them from afar, and that was enough for me. I was so like Sean Gunn. Sean Gunn. He was there. His line was, like, massive, though. I didn't want to go in that. <laughs> Jonathan Fra- Frax of Star Trek. He was He's way skinnier now than I remember him being. But he was there. He had a lawn line. Some of them I felt bad. There was, like, comic writers there. Yeah, no. Like, not. influential comic writers that had no one in his line. And I felt bad because I didn't know what they wrote. But I wanted to talk to him because, like, there was no one there. But I didn't know what I would talk to him about. Because I don't read a ton of comics. So I kind of just like avoided it. And I felt bad. Well, that's what you could have talked to them about. I don't read comics, but I know you're influential. It's like, I know you wrote stuff. What would you write? Yeah. I'm interested in your work. I could have. There was a couple like photo booth cosplayers. They all have big biddies. That's really the only reason why they're in. <laughs> it was yeah. so funny. There was a girl that was Black Cat. And... Uh. I walked past this guy <laughs> taking a photo, and I guarantee that's how you would react in the image. Because he didn't know what to do. He didn't smile at first. 
So, like, he had, like, an awkward, like, cringe face before he put, like, a fake, like, left cheek raised smile. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was... Yeah. He was so uncomfortable, and I think that's a perfect image. <laughs> it was splendid. There was, uh, um... A uh, DeLorean thing. It was like a guy dressed as Doc. I was waiting for people to get into the DeLorean so he could like do a thing. I don't know. It was okay. I didn't bring him with me. My backpack is still in my car. But the only thing I bought there was hand-drawn deck of Godzilla cards. That looked really neat. So I bought those for like $15. <laughs> a deck of cards was $15. Cosplay is a thing I'm actually very interested in. Black Cat is a very generic choice. Was there any like other awesome? Like, was there anything standout? Because a lot of people put a lot of work into those. Yeah. Like, to I don't... be ouch overshadowed by the sexy Black Cat. There was two people. That did Star Wars. One was Ahsoka that looked dope as fuck, and then there was like a blue lady that had like the weird oh, things yeah. off of her head. I still don't know how you do that, but it looked super real and it was really cool looking. Um, though, like there were some people that was just like there was a guy that was like in like a gray Spider-Man suit, like the weird mech one from like the comics. Yeah. Um, there was a Heath Ledger Joker. That was pretty cringe. I avoided him. Those guys are cringe. There was a there was a uh, a, a Negan. That was kind of cool. He didn't bring an actual baseball bat. Damn. <laughs> but like, um, there was a Negan. There were some anime people that I didn't know, but I thought the costumes looked kind of neat. Probably Genshin Impact. I hope not, because they were like kids. <laughs> they were probably Genshin Impact or like one piece. But I met my cousin and uncle there randomly. I didn't know they were going to be there. And then I met them. I was like, yo, you're here? And then we just kind of walked around. It was fun. There were some cool art pieces. There was like a a Cloud Strife sword that I really wanted. But that <laughs> was like... bought it. It was way too much for me. I brought $100. And I spent 15 already on the cards. And it was like way too much. And that, and it's like a, like a weird plastic... It wouldn't have had a lot of weight. That's still dope as shit. Though. I know, I know. <laughs> it could have been there was a Xenoblade sword. That's lame. I think it's kind of cool. I like the design, even if I don't play the games. I don't like Xenoblade. It looks lame. And I <laughs> anime. hate the fans. It's like anime. <laughs> Anything anime, because the Cyberpunk Lost score makes me mad. Uh, yeah. If I went, I would have kicked every person addressed as a near character. There was There wasn't any. I would have kicked the living shit out of them. How dare, how dare you let Scar twat me? Fucking strangling Jesus. I will fucking kill you! Fucking weird! Just like bashing the head in. Oh my god. Um. See, I. There's like a lot of people just like selling comics. But like, I only like comics in volumes. Because A, it's cheaper. And B, I like getting a full story rather than some people like, here's this original edition of this one issue that's $450. Like, I'm cool, actually. It's like, I don't need It's that. like mid as fuck. Yeah, I'm like, I'm actually okay. Because like, I really you're, don't you're missing that. the beginning and the end. 
you have the middle. It's just like some random issue. I'm like, Spider-Man. for 450 bucks? Nah, I'm good. Spider-Man gets his clothes washed. And he has to run around in his undies. <laughs> oh yeah, they killed off. They, they killed Paul's children in the comics. I did see that. Yes. Paul. <laughs> Paul. Paul's dead. Paul's, Paul. Paul's kids are no more. I don't even know why Paul's there, but I know he is. People hate this run so much. It's because they had a good relationship with MJ and Peter going on, and then they threw that out the fucking window for Paul. Paul. They had a time <laughs> jump, didn't explain what happened, and, and just, they just hate each other now. And, and Paul when Stacy somehow came back in between that six months. It's fine. It's <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> um, I... And they have kids within six months. Like, like, even if I did go in line to see, like, talk to the celebrities, I probably wouldn't have done a photo, to be honest. Because, like, I don't know. It's kind of lame. Yeah. They don't even like photos, apparently, I guess. No, like, some people, like, they put on the smile. But, like, I saw Sean, like, Sean from a distance with, like, a fan. And he looked so tired. <laughs> he was just like, like he was smiling, but like his gray hairs, he literally looked so bored. <laughs> like I could tell that he probably didn't want to be there. Although there was a Power Rangers guy. I don't know which season. I don't watch Power Rangers, but there was a Power Rangers guy and he was so enthusiastic. It almost made me want to go into his line. Despite not having I've, seen Power Rangers. Usually, usually the Power Rangers people talk very positively about Power Rangers. Unless it's like like the very original cast because they had a lot of issues. Sure. That, like, they're like the most recognizable ones and they're just tired. <laughs> oh, but if you, I watched a video on them. They had, there was, because there was the, the blue guy. He yeah. was gay and you know you can already yeah, yeah. you can already oh tell. no i get you, you can already tell homophobic. but i'm talking about like the green ranger or a lot of the a lot of the power rangers just do power rangers and don't do anything else sure so i mean it's kind of sad but but like no this guy was so enthusiastic there was like a kid that had like it was all dressed up in a power ranger suit and went up t- to him and i just heard him like i love this certain was like dabbing the kid up and you know it was like giving him hugs and stuff like that's cool I'm, it, like, honestly, this is just, like, for kids. <laughs> what? Like, I hate that Comic-Con is, like, for grown, cringe, like, men. And I guess women, too. I feel like this should be, like, for kids, to be honest. Because, like, I feel like they'd be way more into it. For teenagers. For teenagers, yeah. Like, there was a kid that I was, <clears throat> like, wh- like, who was, like, in a chair. And he... Like, was taking a photo with someone. I'm like, that's infinitely cooler and way more heartfelt than me, a grown-ass man, walking up to him and being like, can I have a photo? Can I have... I like you in your movie. Can I have a photo? Like, the kid getting, like, an experience of a lifetime is way cooler than me doing it. So I'll just think about that more than me, you know? I'd rather do that. I'd give it, like, a five <laughs> maybe it's because it wasn't that big maybe it just kind of felt too corporate-y but like i don't know if it was like san diego it might be a bit different but that's way more spendy and i don't have the money <laughs> plus the tickets to go over there plus and the hotel get shot and the hotel and the fact that food there's spendy and you'd have to have a rental car just kind of all of the thing 
that's like a two thousand plus dollar trip. <laughs> I, I don't have that. Like it would be cool to go to an event like that, but I don't know. It's just kind of like I don't want to. Like that was one of the things I was debating. Like a lot of those people are actually cringe, though. Oh, like the people walking around. Yeah. Like I'm sorry. Like I know I'm part of that 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 clique, but like you have to admit, we're there's kinda, a lot of cringe we're people. Kind of cringe. It's fine. Though. <laughs> like I do think it's like like I said, it's a fun experience for kids. I think, and I wish more kids would go. I know, like, and have like a fun ass experience. Like imagine you're a cosplayer and a kid walks up to you and wants to take a photo with you because like they, they think you're the you. real one. Yeah. Or maybe they understand you're not, but you're close enough. <laughs> instead like, oh of my a, God, bless instead you. of a grown ass man coming up to you, like, yeah, it's I a grown man, man who can't smile for some reason <laughs> taking a photo with black guy. Like, what if it was, like, a kid who's like, I love the comic! And then, like, just runs up and, like, hugs him. And I like, like your ass. <laughs> your boobies are huge. <laughs> the four-year-old's like, your boobies are huge. <laughs> just staring up at his... Mom. <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's... It's like Willem Dafoe. <laughs> just staring no, it's the up Superman. Remember when that was going around? Oh, yeah, with Gigantic just... <laughs> Just staring up and just joking. Just joking. <laughs> Hell yeah. Mommy. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. I. Maybe the venue will be different next year and I'll go again. But. I don't know. Also, not enough Godzilla stuff. So now it's actually a four out of ten. <laughs> I feel like Amer- Godzilla's not as big as Amer- in America because it doesn't have that depth. <laughs> it's just funny explosions. I mean, it's still good because it's funny, but... Some of them are good because it's funny. But Some... I mean, even th- looking at clips of the original, they're pretty campy. The <laughs> Godzilla's, like, flying. His tail's on the ground, just <laughs> hitting someone. Like, let's go. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. So, we're, we pushed up a year to Oscars. Because... Next week is going to be like 90 hours long. Because <laughs> so we've got Spider-Verse. More in-depth. I'm probably going to do like a quick one, hopefully. Transformers. Transmorphers. And the nine Planet of the Apes. So, yeah. <laughs> um, fuck. I think... Do you have anything else or should we just hop in? Let's just... Yeah, I don't have anything else. <coughs> okay. Unless I played anything. No, you played the thing. I've been too busy having sex. With who? Gamers. Game. Ga- she Game. goes to a different school. She lives in Canada. <laughs> guys, guys, trust me. She lives in another town, guys. She lives in a different place. You, you, you wouldn't know her. But she's like a baddie. She's a baddie. Look at this photo AI generated. Shoddy. Still has the logo at the bottom. <laughs> she's kind of a shoddy. Okay. So I picked the 2019 Oscars. Because this is the first year I started watching. And oh, with Paris? No. Um. The year before that. With, with the winner, Green Book. Oh. The best movie of all time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why it won. Um, it involves a green book, though, right? It does, yes. It involves a green book. 
And the black guy is he's like he's like lesser than the white guy. No. It's like a savage. No. And then the no. white guy. That's saves extremely. Him. We need. I need. You and then the white guy saves him. No. Because. Well, uh, well, well actually, that trope's good. kind of. White man good. So that so it's like it's a rich guy who need who is like a like a very good piano player, and he needs a chauffeur, and the chauffeur is like a white guy, and the white guy teaches the black guy how to be black via eating chicken. Because I I'm not even joking. The black guy doesn't eat chicken. And so he's like, you've never had KFC? And so he forces him to have KFC. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry. This this is from the director of Dumb and Dumb. <laughs> there you go. That makes sense. It actually makes sense. That sounds like something that would be in a Dumb and Dumber movie. So, um, yeah, nominated everywhere, which is already a travesty. Um... Yeah, this was an awful year. I'm just I'm not even gonna lie, this was kind of an awful year. Um it won PGA, which is like a big deal, and then it won the Comedy Globe, even though it wasn't funny. <laughs> it just won. They're like racist jokes. Racist. But then the black guy, I don't even remember his name. He's just like he, he like has a monologue about like, you don't know what it's like to be black. And, like, which is, like, fair, because, like, they're stuck in a jail cell. And he's, like, eating chickens, not being black. And, like, he's, like, not wrong, but, like, it's annoying. <laughs> I really wish anything, almost anything else won. The big uh, contender was that year, was, like, the one that people thought was supposed to win was Roma from the Gravity Guy. Alfonso, baby. Alfonso. I don't It's more about his kid. That's weird. That's the next. That's the next it's big thing. Elmer. Yeah, one <laughs> uh, yeah, well, Critics' Mio Choice, Mio. and it won BAFTA, and people thought, "Oh, it's gonna win the," and then it didn't. <laughs> um, goddamn, Bohemian Rhapsody won the Drama this. Golden Globe. It was nominated for PGA. Why? <laughs> it's a funny movie. It's about the. It. It's a biopic, oh, and wow. it's really bad. And it brought musical biopics back into the mainstream and i hate it <laughs> let's go they all suck a star is born was nominated everywhere it's pretty good it's a decent directorial debut from mizior brad cooper <laughs> he's a funny guy funny guy he's a creep and a loser i'm a weirdo uh so Spike Lee broke in big to the Oscars this year with Black Klansman. That was nominated everywhere. Bradley um, Cooper's a creep. And then the favorite, uh, the comedy costume drama from Your Girl Slant the Most was nominated everywhere. Uh, Adam McKay's Vice was nominated. I don't know why. It's like, okay. It's like, it's about Dick Cheney. Why he's bad. And why Republicans are bad. And how they ruined America. Which is like based as fuck. But like it's not a good movie. <laughs> it started with Ronald Reagan though. Uh, well you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And then Black Panther! Black Panther! Black Pan oh that's the bestest Marvel movie <laughs> ever. <laughs> Why is it good? Uh, because it, it has a... What? What was it? Uh, so, okay, it was nominated nearly everywhere, but the British hate Black Panther. 
which is like uh, so some things that were snuck. I thought people... we would. What? I thought. What we was it? I thought we would. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about this. So, because <laughs> they only had eight this year, and the eight they had were really not good. <laughs> they had like a bunch of mid movies, a bunch of bad movies. I don't think I'm... Britain went to war because they were getting rid of slaves, like we did. Oh, <laughs> well, like I don't know. So some possible contenders, if Beale Street could talk, that was Barry Jenkins' next film that got nominated at Golden Globe and Critics' Choice. First Man, Damien Chazelle's movie, uh, that got Critics' Choice. Uh, Mary Poppins Returns, remember that? That came out this year. That got Golden Globe Comedy and Critics' Choice as well. Uh, director, Alfonso. The boy Alfonso Cuarón. He won a second directing Oscar. He won first for Gravity. That's a funny pick, though. <laughs> uh, uh, you then he watch won Gravity. I should. We should rewatch it at some point for the pod. It's true. Um, it's true. And I'll fall asleep. <laughs> it's, it's like ninety mid. minutes. How can you fall asleep? Because it's mid. <laughs> So oh, you're, you're like going against the grain because I feel like a lot of people like it. But it's it only has like a 3.5 to be I fair. watched it in fourth grade. <laughs> well, then it's been a while, hasn't it? It has been a very long time. <laughs> it's been a while. I remember it being a huge deal, though. It, it held the biggest movie in like fall for a long time. It did. Gravity? Yeah, I thought it did. Well, because it made bank. And people were like, this is going to be so many Oscars. And then it like did. <laughs> and then it did. I'll get to that year eventually, soon, possibly, maybe. We'll see. What are you looking for? Oh, well, looks like I lost another light piece. A what? Rip. Rip Optimus Primal. Rip Optimum Primal. Um, he, he won literally everything, every major award. Spike Lee for Black Klansman was nominated everywhere. What are you doing? Pablo. Pablo. Why are we looking this up now? Because we just need to have this as a background. Because it's because it's funny. Pop, pop. Okay, fine. All right, we don't have to keep that. All right. Um, <clears throat> Adam McKay for Vice, nominated nearly everywhere. Yorgos Lanthimos for the favorite. People thought he would get more. Like nominations, because like he had a previous track record that people liked, but he only got Critics' Choice and BAFTA. Then the big snub this year was that Powell Pawakowski for the international film Cold War was nominated over Bradley Cooper for A Star Is Born, who was nominated everywhere. Um, I have not seen Cold War, so I don't know. <laughs> but so Stars Born, they like give birth to a star at the end. It's just like it's just like one of those. It's like a cosmic horror. Movie. Movie. <laughs> it's like a it's like a it's a cosmic horror. Movie. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Peter Farrelly for Green Book got nearly everything except for a BAFTA. But like why? <laughs> but but like why? Well, because um, he directed Dumb and Dumber, and the critics love that. The critics, the audience is a. Dumb and Dumber is funny. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber 2 is even better. Than oh, my God. B 
uh, Best Actor, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. I will say he is the best part, but he does lip-sync. Lip so he's basically just doing a caricature of, of Freddie Mercury. And it won him an Oscar. And I really thought Austin Butler was going to take the same path. And somehow he didn't. I don't know yes. why. They did it for the story. They want more people to watch the Oscars. That's fair. And you have to admit, like, the hype around Kihoi Kwan and Brendan winning was nuts. No one would... Show. Arguably all four wins, but yeah. Even Jamie Lee Curtis at the end was kind of crazy. And I was like, there's no way. And then it happened. And then I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I was like, what the fuck? People were talking about it for weeks. And yeah. Kihoi Kwan's speech is now used in, like, inspirational videos. All of those. Like, like his Golden Globes one, his Critics' Choice, his SAG, his Indie Spirit, his Oscar... I think he won the Gotham Award. That was like his first speech he gave. Like he made so many speeches. <laughs> the guy must have been getting bored. <laughs> just winning. Yeah, I'm surprised you just didn't say thanks. Bye. <laughs> I'm good. Bye. Well, for his Indie Spirit Award win, he literally just was like, here are the people behind the scenes that don't get credited and just like listed off a bunch of names. <laughs> like that's all he did. Inspirational. Inspirational. Um... Yeah, he was not. He, Rami Malek won everything except for Critics' Choice. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it it was rough. Um, Christian Bale for Vice was caked in makeup and was playing Dick Cheney, so people thought he was gonna win a second Oscar, and then he didn't. <laughs> um, he won Golden Globe Comedy and Critics' Choice, but he was nominated everywhere. Bradley Cooper for A Star Is Born, Viggo Mortensen for a Green Book. Also nominated everywhere. There was a top four that got everywhere. So then no one knew what the number five was. Um, they went with Willem Dafoe for At Eternity's Gate. It was the only nomination for the movie. And it was like a surprise pick. And I think it's strange that he was nominated for it. Because like he's the best part. But like I wouldn't see that movie being an Academy thing. <laughs> Um, but that he got Golden Globe and Critics' Choice. People thought it would have gone to John David Washington for Black Klansman, because that was the bigger movie in Best Picture, and he got Golden Globe and SAG, but missed. Actress. So here's where the uh, people like the story thing uh, falls apart. <laughs> so the person that was sweeping... Not critics groups, but like the major awards was Glenn Close for this movie called The Wife that no one liked, but when people loved Ooh, her. Is this in the father and then the son and then the is the wife in that universe? Uh not the same director, no. Oh, I know. Fuck. I know, I know. We need more the the <laughs> the blank. The blank. Well the person that won was in the blank. We'll get to that. So Glenn Close for the wife. She had been nominated like six times seven times beforehand never won and people were like she's great in this movie it's her time right wins golden globe critics choice sag indie spirit nominated at the bafta and people think oh my god it's like lock and key she has to win she's getting old it'd be such a terrific moment and then she didn't <laughs> and then she fucking didn't 
uh, she lost to Olivia Coleman for the favorite. However, from what I've heard, people fucking love the favorite and think she de- deserved it a billion times more. So I guess it's not like... Why do they come up with such shit names for like the favorite? Oscar movies? The favorite. The favorite, the wife, the father, the son. Like goddamn Licorice <laughs> Pizza is such a that's an awesome name. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. It's boring. I don't know if you'd like it. <laughs> that but like that title though. You have to have something that actually captivates Dune. people. Dune. 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 Not like the wife. <laughs> People aren't going to watch the movie. Oh, are you going to watch The Wife when later? <laughs> you're going to watch The Favorite. Okay, but like, The Favorite has like a... Like Fuck, a... are you going to watch Parasite, bro? Yeah, I'm going to watch Parasite. Parasite. <laughs> okay, well, like, the eye-catching or ear-catching names, like, everything, everywhere, all <laughs> yeah. at once. Like, yeah. what the fuck? That's kind of a long title, like, Avatar. Avatar. Punch Drunk Love? Fuck yeah, I'm going to watch Although that. that didn't get any nominees. Yeah, but for some reason. But still, like, but still, I'm gonna watch that movie instead of the wife. The wife in the bedroom. In, that I don't know what's going on in the. Well, to be fair, you don't know what's yeah, going on in Avatar or Dune so until you watch it. But like, it's captivating. That you know who's behind it. So I think you just need to explore more. The wife, though. <laughs> no, I don't think you need to explore the wife. But the, the wife. favorite, Brokeback Mountain. Bro, that's an awesome title. I love that. Without context, that's crouching an awesome tiger, title. hidden dragon. Yeah, I haven't watched that. I don't. Even, I don't know anyone who's. Life of it. Pi. That's kind of a lame name, but the movie's great. Yeah, you know? but I'm just saying. Like Argo. What the fuck is an Argo? See, Doesn't matter because awesome you watch the wife. The wife. Sounds like a shitty book you'd find in the Barnes and Noble that has like a naked guy with six packs on it. <laughs> And he's holding like a six shooter. <laughs> they're on a beach for no reason. Yeah, they're on a beach. <laughs> the w- the wife making bacon. Making <laughs> bacon. Let's go. Okay, but either way, Olivia Coleman surprise one because like the movie got ten nominations. People thought it was gonna win like three, and then it lost all those three. And people thought it was gonna go home empty-handed. And then actress comes around, and then she surprise wins. So the movie did win something. But it's just not what they expected. No, I'm not going to watch The Wife. But we could watch The Favorite. Because that's the director of Poor Things that's coming out later. Like The Lobster, bro. The Killing of a Sacred Deer. <laughs> we need to watch that. The Killing of a Sacred... That... No, no. No? That's Barry Keoghan, right? Killing of a Sacred Deer is yeah. Barry Keoghan. Um... Lady Gaga was nominated everywhere for A Star Is Born and tied with Glenn Close at the Critics' Choice. And she's going to win this year. Next year, you goon. Oh, yeah, next year. Whoops. But, like, you're not wrong. <laughs> like, will, can, will Joaquin win again? That's the real question. Can Joaquin win again? Will the movie get any nomination? He should have been nominated for her. He should have been. What the fuck? <laughs> no, like, that, that's, that's actually so true. Like, what the fuck happened there? Like, why didn't he get nominated? I mean, I, I get it, guys. Matthew McConaughey went skinny and was, like, crying. And he had AIDS. <laughs> you think if they gave him AIDS, you think maybe then he'd be nominated? 
Adam Sandler for even I haven't seen Drunk Punch Love. Punch Drunk Love. Punch Drunk Love, but I know the story behind it. He should have been nominated. He should have been. He's terrific. Wasn't that the first And I would say Uncut Gems, but like what? Well, they were considering that, weren't they? But they went, no. Fuck that. Uh, Melissa McCarthy, second nomination for Can You Ever Forgive Me? No. No. (laughs) Uh, And then the fifth nomination was like a weird one. It's Yelitsa Aparicio. Fuck yeah, I'd watch that. For Roma. That's the actress's name. (laughs) What the fuck? Yelitsa Aparicio. Uh, So this is like one of the very few Latina actresses nominated for lead actress. Fernanda Montenegro for Central Station, like the 90s, comes to mind. I guess Ana de Armas counts now. Um, but like. <laughs> she'll get her win at some point. Eventually, she'll get there. Blade Runner 2042. Two. <laughs> uh, well, who was snubbed? Uh, Emily Blunt for Mary Poppins Returns, because she's playing Mary Poppins, and I re- I'm glad she didn't get it. Um,. I do think, to be perfectly honest, Tony Collette for Hereditary, even though I don't absolutely shit and come and fart for that movie, like she's kind of the best part. Fucking shit over that. <laughs> like, she's kind of the best part. And she did get a Critics' Choice nom, but, like, she had no shot. Supporting actor, Mahershala Ali, wins a, wins a second Oscar in, like, three years. <laughs> Um, he won for Moonlight, and then he won for Green Book. But this time he swept. Last time he didn't sweep. This time he swept. Um, Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me? Nominated everywhere. Adam Driver, first nomination for Black Klansman. Nominated everywhere. Oh, that's the one where he says the <laughs> um, is that? I hear it's pretty good. I, I hear that movie's pretty good, too. Um, Sam Elliott for A Star is Born. He's in it for like 10 minutes. Yes! <laughs> like, why? What? <laughs> he's like the older brother, and he's just like, boy, you better change your ways or you're gonna die. And then he dies. <laughs> like, boy, don't piss your pants And then, he, and then he like hugs Lady Gaga at the end. He's like, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry for your loss. And then he like leaves. And like, why was he nominated? Don't piss your pants on that stage, boy. <laughs> his pants anyways uh, and then the fifth nomination was Sam Rockwell for Vice he is playing George G- George H.W. Bush that's the second one the younger one or is that George W. Bush George, is the younger one George he's playing George Bush <laughs> and yeah, George Bush. he yeah. is like a caricature and he barely he's in it for like five minutes <laughs> like I'm not even joking he's like barely he kicked in, in makeup too no he just kind of got in because he won the year prior. So he, they're just like, oh, we're on the Sam Rockwell high. We're just gonna nominate. I, I need to see because I, I don't know which. It's one word. Yeah, it's on axe. Oops. That's Whatever. there's not an I in I it, and I it's know. all one. What, what was the George? George. George Bush. George W. Bush. He has makeup on, kind of. Like, barely. barely. That does not look like George Bush. Like, aged makeup. I can look like George Bush. And then he has, like, the funny accent. 
And, like, that's it. He was nominated for, like, a funny accent. Like, I don't... I don't know. Alright, so who was snubbed? Alright, here's, here's, who, here's who was snubbed, right? You're gonna laugh, but he was nominated everywhere. Um, and it was, like, a big snub that he didn't get in. Timothée Chalamet for a movie called Beautiful Boy. Um, nominated everywhere. He was, like, along for the ride, but because he was the only nomination for the movie, he got snubbed. Something. He's funny. Um, I like his. And then Michael Panthers. B. Jordan got a Critics' Choice nomination for Black Panther. Yeah! <laughs> uh, supporting actress Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk. That's a good title right there. Um, so she had like the weird um, Sylvester Stallone in Creed thing where she wins Golden Globe and Critics' Choice. But isn't even nominated for SAG and BAFTA. But people think, oh, well, if they were nominated, they would have won. So they go off the logic that because they weren't nominated, they're going to just win anyways. But this time it actually panned out, as opposed to Sylvester Stallone. Um, she did win the Oscar. Um, Rachel Weiss and Emma Stone were nominated for The Favorite. The Mummy? No. Uh, Rachel Weiss won the BAFTA. Amy Adams for Vice. She's like fine. I don't she's even always fine. No, but like I know she's good in like arrival and shit. Like other things. But like she literally just has like a wig and like hates gay people. <laughs> and like that's the character. And like you're telling me that's something to be nominated everywhere for? Like, what? <laughs> That's kind of dumb. So no one knew what the fifth spot was going to be. Um, what ended up happening was Marina de Tavira for Roma was nominated. And the thing was, she was nominated nowhere. I don't think any critics group did it. Maybe like a couple. No major industry award. The Oscars were just like, you. <laughs> and they just picked her out of a hat. And put her in the lineup. And, I mean, that's cool. That they could just kind of do that. I wish they did that more. Who was, quote-unquote, snubbed? Claire Foy for First Man missed everything but SAG. Sorry, got everything but SAG. She plays his wife. Ryan Gosling's wife. Claire Foy. I don't even remember her. Um, Margot Robbie <laughs> for a movie called Mary, Queen of Scots. It's like a weird costume drama, I guess. She got SAG and BAFTA. Emily Blunt, again, for A Quiet Place. Really? She was nominated for SAG and then won. She fucking won. (laughs) Was it because she cried in that movie? I don't know. And she was like drenched in sweat. They could have gone with literally anyone. And they're like, you know what? I'm gonna. We're just gonna pick Emily Blunt for a quiet place. Like, why? <laughs> Excuse me. What the fuck? Um, original screenplay, Green Book wins. Why? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, it only won Golden Globe in a combined category of just screenplay. Uh, so here's something interesting. No movie in either screenplay category more one more than one award so like look at this only one 
only one. No one won more than one thing. So it was kind of up in the air. No one really knew what was going on. But Green Book won Golden Globe, nominated everywhere, won the Oscar for some reason. <laughs> Peter Farrelly now has two Oscars. Dumb and Dumber Guy has two Oscars. That's a very good movie. Uh, no, it's, uh, the Favorite won BAFTA, was nominated. Roma and Vice nominated everywhere. Um, and then First Reformed from Paul Schrader. We know him. Taxi Driver, Mishima Guy. Um, that won Critics' Choice. Nominated nowhere else gets into the Oscars. I don't know. Taxi Driver was good, but Mishima was just kind of good. People absolutely love First Reformed. People shat and caved for First Reformed. Um, so it's probably mid. <laughs> it's probably like a seven or an eight. <laughs> um, maybe it's terrific. I can't tell. And then Eighth Grade from Bo Burnham. It was his uh, feature film debut. That got Critics' Choice in WGA, and he actually won. He'll win Best Guild. Picture someday. Bo Burnham. You wait. You wait. Next year, it's happening. With whatever the fuck he decides to do. A Quiet Place was a potential for some reason. Critics' Choice in WGA, and then Cold War got BAFTA. Adapted screenplay. So here's a big thing. Black Klansman. It's a Spike Lee. It's based off a book. Um, Spike Lee wins an Oscar. People have been waiting for it for decades. It was like a big thing that like, oh, Spike Lee made a good movie because he had a streak of shitters. So it's like, oh my gosh, he made a really good movie. Let's give him an Oscar. And then they did. And like, that's cool because he has a bunch of classics. But like... Oh, okay. Spike Lee did Black Klansman? Yeah. Oh. Uh, he, he only won the BAFTA though. People were like, why isn't he winning more? But then he won the BAFTA and won the Oscar. And like Sam Jackson, who is in some of his movies, got to read off the category. And they gave each other a big hug on stage. And it was like really cool. Then they made out. And then it's they absolutely like pegged each other backstage. A massive fucking orgy ensued <laughs> live on TV, uncensored. Hell yeah. If Beale Street Could Talk, nominated everywhere, won Critics' Choice, Can You Ever Forgive Me, won uh, Writers Guild, nominated nearly everywhere. A Star is Born got in. The fifth slot people thought was going to be Black Panther, because that got Critics' Choice and Writers Guild and the USC Scripter. But it went to the Coen Bros for the comedy ballad of Buster Scruggs. Just like a western. Like, I don't know. Um, best score, Ludwig Göransson wins for Black Panther. I get it. Like, it's good. He'll win again for... He's doing Oppenheimer, right? Yeah, but he's going to lose to... Uh, well, maybe he might win. Because I was going to say he's going to lose to Hans Zimmer again for Dune. <laughs> I mean, it's bagpipes. <laughs> the bagpipes. <laughs> Maybe there's something even better this year that we don't even know is coming out. People are shitting and coming on the bomb through the floor. <laughs> it should maybe go to Spider-Verse, but what? Oh, fuck you. Uh, no, they're going to snub it like the first one. Don't say it! <laughs> um, no, it didn't, hype, it literally didn't win anything, and then just won the Oscar. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Isle of Dogs, Desplot nominated everywhere mary poppins returns i don't even remember the score but that was nominated 
if Beale Street could talk, and then Black Klansman. First Man was snubbed. That won. No, it wasn't. <laughs> the, uh, it, it won the Golden Globe and Critics' Choice. People thought it was going to get it. And it has, like, one theme I like in it when he's, yeah, like, in space. That, I don't think it's snubbed. That's why. Because um, it sound yeah, that sound it has, but you can tell it's by the same guy. Guy, because it's, like, kind of sounds like La La Land. It's, like, whimsical. It's whimsical, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cinematography went to Roma, which means Alfonso wins another Oscar. Because he did the producing, the directing, the screenwriting, the cinematography, the editing... And he was like the international feature guy. <laughs> like he could have made like six speeches, but he only made three. <laughs> he only made three. Oh, so that's why the third Harry Potter movie actually looks good. But... Yeah, crazy. Well, it's not him doing the cinematography. But it still looked good. It's true. It is true. It won Critics' Choice in BAFTA, won the Oscar. Cold War won the Cinematographers Guild. Ba- uh the favorite was nominated, and A Star Is Born. Like okay, then there was an international film that no one knew about, that no one saw coming, Catch called me. Never Look Away. That got cinematography, and people were like, "What the fuck?" And then like it kind of just got in. First Man was nominated everywhere and got snubbed in cinematography. Let me just say, First Man got absolutely fucking butt fucked in the ass. It got very little nominations this year. No picture, director, no Ryan Gosling, no supporting actress Claire Foy, no screenplay. As you saw, no score, now no cinematography. (laughs) It got fucked. And there's infinitely better movies Ryan Gosling's in. That they could have nominated. What? (laughs) Editing. Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody won the Editing Guild. Why? I couldn't tell you. But then it won the Oscar. And I think it won because like the editor kind of saved the movie. Because Brian Singer got caught for being a shitty person. And then they got another director to come in and try to finish it. And then he kind of just had to shamble together a fucking mess and make a movie. And then he won because he made a mess of a movie. But, like, less of a mess? But I think it's still a mess. Like, they thought it was less of a mess. So he won. Um, The Favorite won Comedy Eddie, nominated everywhere. Vice won BAFTA. Black Klansman and Green Book were nominated. First Man was snubbed. One Critic's Choice nominated everywhere and was snubbed. I thought the editing was pretty good in it, I guess. I think the cinematography is more interesting. Um, Roma nominated everywhere for editing and got snubbed. A Star is Born got snubbed for editing as well. Production Design Black Panther wins. I like this one. I like this one. Um, the favorite was probably number two. It won the BAFTA. Roma, they built like a like a uh, they built like a house, I think, or like an apartment, and they filled it with stuff, and it was in black and white, which is why it won cinematography <laughs> and then other stuff. First Man got in because it was the sixties, and then Mary Poppins because fantasy. I guess. Not Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> Not Mary Poppins, y'all. Stop. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> um, 
costume design Black Panther wins. Break your legs. Uh, and then Cox's favorite was probably number two. Mary Poppins for costumes, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Fuck you. Disney. Mary Poppins can be nuts. Ooh, got him. Mary Queen of Scots was nominated. No, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Like, that's just a Western. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it's just like a guy in, like, a funny Western outfit. Like, excuse me. I can wear a funny You want to know something? Bohemian Rhapsody was nominated everywhere in costume design. Everywhere. And it, like, missed. Because, like, thank God. Why? <laughs> Why? Because, like, what? He had, like, the tank top and the pants, like, he did in real life. And people were like, are you listening? And then they're, like, freaking out. Hair and makeup, Vice won because they made uh, Christian Bale look like Dick Cheney. There you go. It's true. It's true. It's true. I don't even fucking know the rest of it. Okay. <laughs> um, what if FNAF gets nominated for production design? That's not going to happen. I know, so. but aren't they from, like, they're, the puppets are made from a really good puppet studio, apparently. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Okay, visual effect. What if? All right, what so if vi visual effects. First man wins visual effects. Because it, like, mixes practical with, like, the CG stuff. So that's kind of cool. Avengers Infinity War was, like, probably supposed to win. But like, I what? still think it looks like ass. M okay, because, like, Hulk in Hulkbuster looks bad. No, that, no, this was, like, the downfall of the CGI, I think. It started with Infinity War. and it just I think most down. of it still looks good. Like, you can't tell me Thanos looks bad. Like, it's I just, refuse to believe that. It's not, not Thanos, but, like, especially when they're, like... When they're like, I get the, some shots look giga cringe. When they're on the planet, okay, I get can, some of it look yeah. giga cringe, okay. And but like, I, I don't you know, cannot tell me some of it isn't deserving. No, some of it, yeah, I get the whole Thanos, and then the mocap is really good for him. But then there are some where you can definitely tell it's a CGI background, specifically when they're on the planet. And Iron like, Man at the end, I feel does like not he's... look good when he has his face out. Like maybe that's or like the, the nano. I swear to God, it's the nanobot. Yeah, the, the whole... I mean, maybe... maybe just, and, like, it looks gross when it's, like, going over his face and, like, molds over it. Like, maybe that's really just bad. the design of it, but it still looks shit. Nominated everywhere. Um, Ready see. Player One, Spieler, nominated like everywhere. I, nominated everywhere. <laughs> Fuck you. That movie looks like fucking shit. The book is better. <laughs> I love the movie because... Uh, the book because he mastered... Jackson. He's a fucking Reddit... He is. A Reddit and it makes it so much better. Because it turns out the woman he, 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 he loves so much turns out to be an ugly person, not a pretty person. And it's like, but he still loves her, and he gets rejected anyways. Base. <laughs> because it, this is real life. It's a book. It's a dystopian book grounded in reality that takes those dystopian tropes. And then Ready Player Two <laughs> I don't read the book, but I hear it's shit. I don't even think the third okay, one's coming. Okay, Solo, a Star Wars story, was nominated for VFX. And I know some of that looks ugly as fuck. I don't even remember. And I then Christopher remember. Robin was nominated? What? <laughs> just like, what? Hyper-realistic Winnie the Pooh? Didn't they, they, Why? Didn't they just grind that movie out because they had to extend the license? They, do, they don't get the license... I know, but for... Oh, like, the original is, like... Yeah. I guess, maybe... I heard that's... There's... I thought, I thought that was the reason... But you want to talk about shit VFX? Black Panther 1! Oh. 
Critics' Choice and BAFTA won Critics' Choice and BAFTA and was snubbed. Thank God. Um, it like, does it, look it like won shit. shit. Like, it literally <laughs> won, like, shit. Like, I don't get it. Sound editing. For some godforsaken reason, Bohemian Rhapsody wins. They don't understand. They don't get, like, what? What was the sound editing? They threw a thing, and, like, that's it. Like, what? They're just, like, a... They're, like, playing with the records. There's, like... Like, like th them walking. <laughs> I think... <laughs> like, what? Out. The chair being, like... <clears throat> like, getting grinded out. Like, what? Guys about to throw a toaster? Sound edit. <laughs> it's fucking cues. I think Weird Al should have won for slapping the meat on the... The, the bologna on the sandwich, you know? <laughs> um, but it... It's the idea for the song... A Quiet Place was nominated for sound editing. Black Panther, First Man, and Roma were nominated. I didn't even think A Quiet Place was that big of a deal. No, but like, it didn't get mixing, which makes more sense because it's That's... about being quiet. It's about sound editing because the creature roars and like the gunshot. Like, what the fuck? Sound mixing slightly makes more sense for Bohemian Rhapsody because it's like musicals and they're like layering Rami Malik not singing with like the singing parts and then they have like the audience clap oh, and then like clapping in the air and shit and then like and they're like freaking out <laughs> like excuse me sounds like ass <laughs> first man was nominated a star is born Roma and Black Panther. I think I'm well. good with my only biopic on a on a music artist being the parody being Weird Al. <laughs> I think that's the only good one. Okay, best song went to Lady Gaga for A Star Is Born. Whoa, crazy! <laughs> I want to believe Weird Al had sex with Madonna because that is obviously true. He probably <laughs> didn't even talk to her. <laughs> I he said in an interview that he has maybe only ever talked to her for like ten seconds, <laughs> but like the end, like the movies revolved around. <laughs> <laughs> the romance uh, Black Panther was nominated there was a song made for RBG documentary Ruth Bader Ginsburg documentary Mary Poppins was nominated I don't fucking know okay international film Roma what nominated in best picture in one director that's crazy you're telling me that one international film oh my god that's nuts uh, okay um Animated film, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, swept, won literally everything. Um, apparently, I I wasn't like following this year like I did the next year with Parasite, but basically what happened in the animated category was that people thought, oh, maybe Wes Anderson can finally win an Oscar for Isle of Dogs, and then it got like good reviews, but like people didn't love it. And they're like, well, I guess Disney wins. It's going to go to Incredibles 2. And then people were like just waiting for it to just win. Then Spider-Man, no one really knew about it. And then it got like fuckboat of incredible reviews. And they're just like, okay, well, now we kind of like have to give it to that. And then it won because like the year was so not crowded like at all. The only reason it won was because it was not crowded. <laughs> Like, that's the only reason. Like, if it went up against, like, Toy Story 4, like, the next year, I guaranteed it would have lost. Probably. 
or like the year before, if it was Coco, it would have lost. <laughs> like I'm just saying, it only won because it wasn't crowded. But Spider Verse Two, <laughs> I will get to that. I'll get to that. Um, yeah, I Love Dogs and Incredibles Two nominated everywhere for some reason. Ralph breaks the internet. Got nominated nearly everywhere. This movie was at <laughs> like I watched it and it was just like, what is happening? Marai was like an anime film that got in randomly. Sounds like an anime film. A <laughs> so speaking of Spider-Man, <laughs> terrific transition made by me. <laughs> um, I rewatched Into the Spider Verse and I saw Across the Spider Verse. Yeah, I'm probably gonna rewatch Spider Verse next week. So, Into the Spider Verse, I haven't seen it in like four and a half years. So I watched it and thought it was very good. Um, that's all I have to say because people have probably said enough about the movie. No one shuts up about it. <laughs> it's some people's favorite fucking thing to ever get produced ever. Like, calm down a little bit. <laughs> like, it's, Some people are still blinded by nostalgia and think Spider-Man 2 is the best Spider-Man movie. It's not. I will say, though, nostalgia intact... I think my favorite is still... Well, no, I, I would say the better movie is Into the Spider-Verse. Actually, Across spider We'll get to that. And then I would say my favorite live action is the original Raimi movie. I think that's my favorite. It's a pretty funny movie. It's a funny movie. <laughs> See, I watched that more than I did the second one. Yeah, I will so did say. I. So. Okay, so Across the Spider-Verse came out. Like I said, it was getting insane reviews, and I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Why is it at a 4.7? And, like, on every other platform, it's, like, lower than Into the Spider-Verse. But it's only on Letterboxd, or it's, like, way higher. So, like, I don't understand it. Well, that's not true. IMDb, it's at a 9.1. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they hate... No, like, the Across the Spider-Verse is at 9.1. Yeah, because they... Uh, but it's the highest-rated superhero movie. It's, like, above the Dark Knight. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Finally! <laughs> the Dark Knight is dethroned! For now, it's gonna drop. We can get a different movie people shit, come, and piss over. Uh, fuck like... the Dark <laughs> So, I went to a 10 o'clock screening, biggest theater possible, packed, by the way. For a 10 o'clock screening, it was fucking packed. I sat down, I watched it, I, oh my god, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had an out-of-body experience. Like, I don't shake during movies, like, ever, but by, like, the halfway point, I'm pretty sure I was shaking. Like, I looked at, like, my hand, and it was, like, doing this. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, holy shit. The amount of, like, energy it gave me, and the amount of just anticipation I had... I haven't felt that in a movie in like a long ass time. Um, I don't know how much to say because you haven't seen it yet. I don't want to spoil it. So I'll do the basics. Um, yeah, I don't... I Everything you've heard about the animation is like... Duh, of course it's great. <laughs> like, I don't know what you expected. Like how... Like some of them are like layered together spider punk is like weird 
like paper mache propaganda thing mixed with like regular Spider-Man mixed with like Spider-Man India where he's like more 2D and then there's like Spot who is like hand-drawn looking because like there's like drawings of like his shoulder that just didn't get erased off yet. Like how they frame it all together is like nuts and I don't know how they do it but it looks incredible. Um, I showed you the gif of Spot becoming an eldritch demon god. <laughs> Um, when that scene happened in the movie, it's kind of early on, to be fair. It was nuts. <laughs> it was nuts. Um, I'm not going to say what happens with him, but it's fucking... Just, like, what he sounds like. I was like, holy shit. I was, like, freaking out almost. Like, imagine making Spot. Spot. <laughs> like... Imagine making, like, a D-list villain. Like, one of the scariest motherfuckers you could. And now he's gonna be overused. That's true! He's gonna be, like, a side story in, like, a DLC of Spider-Man 2. He's going to be in the live-action Tom Holland movie. He's would, gonna be yeah. in the Venom universe. I think it would be more like Peacemaker, where he just constantly makes fucking cameos in the comics. Oh, that, that too. That too. He will be that too. Um, okay, if I had like one complaint, and I think this would be remedied on a rewatch, but it kind of didn't end. Like it just kind of kept going. So like I, like there's like the Spider-Verse stuff and I'm like, okay, so here's where it's going to end. And then it keeps going. And then, like, something, like, big is happening. I'm like, okay, so here's where they're going to cut to the cliffhanger. And then they keep going. And I'm like, okay, so, like, this thing that happened with this character, that's got to be the end, right? Nah, keeps going. By the fourth time I'm thinking, okay, it has to end, right, is when it finally ended. That, and I had to, like, take a piss. <laughs> so, I was, so I was just like... Hey, listen, man, I'm loving what you're making, but I gotta really pee. <laughs> like, I really gotta go. Um, but like I said, on a rewatch, I don't think it'd be a complaint, really. Just wanted to point that out there. Spider-Punk, he was in, like, one frame of the trailer, and I didn't think he'd be a big part, but he has a pretty big part, and I absolutely loved him in the movie. He has a line... That I really want Reddit to pick up as like a meme template. Like it's like a reaction to like. <laughs> it's like what film bros think this movie means. I won't say the line but you'll know when you see it. Um. Yeah he was hysterical. The, the movie's really funny. To be fair. Good humor. Um. So. I know it's, like, cringe to say the second part of a trilogy is, like, The Empire Strikes Back. But this is almost kind of exactly like The Empire Strikes Back. It's dark as fuck. There's, like, swearing in it. I think there's, like, two uses of the word ass. <laughs> like, in a PG movie, it's a little different. Like, like, there's, like, damn, there's, like, hell. I swear to God, someone said shit at one point in the movie. Like, for a kid's movie, there's swearing, and I like that. Um, like, for some there, there isn't blood, but it kind of looked like it in one frame near the end, and I won't say what it is. Um, there's, 
Yeah, the cliffhanger's nuts. And I'm not sure how they're going to handle it in the third one. Time jump. That's not going to work. You'll understand when you see it, but that's not going to work. Um, I A bit of a complaint is that Spot kind of disappears after the first half. So they could focus on Spider-Verse stuff. Um, Miguel O'Hara is in like one scene until the second half begins. Like a lot of characters kind of just disappear for large chunks of the movie. And I'm curious how the part two of it is going to kind of combine it all together. There's a lot going on. And I'm curious if like you watched it back to back, if it would like make it make sense. But I am a bit worried for the third one. Because of the cliffhanger. I'm curious how that's going to play into the story. Or if that's only going to be like a first act thing. Sort of like Jabba the Hutt. And like the cryo whatever Han Solo. Before they just hop back to the Darth Vader shit. I'm curious if it's going to be like that. Or if he's this cliffhanger is going to focus on the whole plot. And I'm being vague because I can't explain it, but you'll get, you'll get it. You'll get it. Oh, if it's like just a situation they solve in like the first act, or yeah. if it's gonna be like a situation they like have that... to fix throughout the entire movie. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like I'm curious how that's gonna work. It was just the thing they had to solve in the first 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, like like Java, like I just said, like we're gonna get Han Solo back in like the first 20 minutes they get him. <laughs> like, I'm curious if it's gonna be like that, or if it's gonna be like something different. Um, there are cameos. Yeah. There are cameos. However, some of them are funny. There's one that I didn't expect that is kind of insane. I saw one. Which one? It was Danny. It was Prowler and Donald Grover. Oh, yeah. That's the one I was thinking of that, like, shocked the hell out of me. I just saw him. I didn't I didn't see anything else. I just saw a picture of him. I'm like... God, thanks for popping up on my For You page. Live Fuck action. you, too. No, like, I'm not even joking. It was... Fucking, oh, was it not it was, even censored? It was fucking Reddit. And I... Oh, I, was it not I'm even not, censored? I'm not on the subreddit at all. I've never been on it. It was movies... Oh, it just popped up in, like, the recommended. Yeah, it was on movies leaks... Uh, movie leaks and rumors, right? And it was a blurred image, right? But it said in the fucking title what it was. And I'm like... Neat. <laughs> now I have to click on it. Fuck you. <laughs> like, actually, it's... Okay, so, I will say... Don't worry, he was downvoted to fucking oblivion, because that's actually such a shit thing to do. So, you want to know why that is? Do you know what that's about? No. Because you said, oh, what, yeah. Miles is about community? Yeah. So, like, he auditioned for Amazing Spider-Man, and didn't get it because he was colored. And they wanted, like, Peter Parker to be, like, a white guy. So, he talked to Brian Michael Bendis, I think. Or like, he heard about it. And he made Miles. And then Miles took off. And then he played Prowler, or Aaron Davis, for like five minutes in uh, Homecoming. And then, now he has this live-action cameo as the Prowler. So, like, it kind of came full circle, almost. Where he tried to play spider-man it's because of him that miles exists and then he got to be the main villain for like a hot second 
in a Miles movie. Ironically, though, would have been a great Peter Parker. I'm not going to lie. He would have been. Well, a younger version of him would have been pretty great. But racists, I tell you. Yeah. It's kind of... He, he wore... I thought it was because he... Because they just decided to slap on a Spider-Man costume on him in one episode. Because I thought that Brian Michael Bendis just saw that episode and was like, huh. What if? What if? <laughs> or maybe it was a mix of both. But, like, I know he auditioned and didn't get it. And then maybe Brian Michael Bendis or, saw that and was like, yeah, interesting. what if? What? <laughs> maybe he heard about it. Um, But, yeah, this... And people still don't watch Community. How sad. Rip. I mean, it has its fans. Mega rip. But I wish it was um, more popular. Yeah. So, I did see, like... A leak of that but i thought that was gonna be like so, okay this isn't what happens my this what i'm about to say is not the movie so i'm gonna say it i thought the movie was gonna be like oh it's animation in this one and beyond the spider-verse is gonna be live action right i thought it was gonna be like we're gonna get the spider bros we're gonna get all this shit going down it's not what happens thank god because they just have live action in the movie because, like, Donald Glover's, like, a human. Oh, yeah. And he's just, yeah. like, in it. And I'm like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> There's a scene that connects it to Venom. <laughs> yes. I'm actually yes. so serious. Yes. It's not with Tom Hardy, though. No. And it's not with Morbius. But it connects it to Venom. And it pissed me off. Because I'm like, Sony, stop forcing it down. <laughs> God damn it. Like, I, was, I was so pissed. That in this incredible movie, they had to fucking mention Venom. Like, they had to shove in Venom into their Dr. goddamn... Dr. Morbius. They had to... They had to acknowledge the fucking atrocious Sony Spider-Man universe. Like, I was so pissed. It was like, there's no fucking way. But, there are cameos in it that I thought were like... Because they're not, like, egregious, because they're used for story purposes. But, like, apparently they filmed slightly different versions. And apparently what that means is, like, the version of Spider-Man in the movies, in the crossover with No Way Home, in this one... Or different versions. That's what it's kind of saying. It's like the Spider-Man you see in one movie of a Sony movie is a different version in the different Sony movie. It's like Yuri Lowenthal, he was at the premiere, he confirmed he was in it. He plays Spider-Man, but like in the movie they're playing Spider-Man. So it's like a different version of Insomniac Spider-Man. Oh. oh, yeah. Well, that's because he already was in the Spider-Verse run. So he would already know about this. Wait, I'm so... Yeah, yeah. That's a different version of that Spider... That doesn't make any sense. That's so, like, much. there are Spider-Mans that are similar, but, like, different enough. So they can have their cameo, but have it not affect the stories... Oh, that they okay. were doing. Yeah, that's... Okay. Yeah. Basically. 
is what they're trying to get at, I think. But I thought Tobey Maguire knew about this multiverse already. In No Way Home. Is the next one going to be a cameo fest? I really hope not. I will say there is a thing at the end where they like build a team. And I'm, I was kind of like, oh, so I get to hear their voice again. <laughs> and then I was excited because they're funny. But, like, they use archival footage as well of, like, the live-action movies to, like, prove a point. But it's, like, story-based. Do they have Japanese Spider-Man? Maybe in the background somewhere. No! <laughs> so, like, I'm not going to say which one, but they do have archival footage to, like, prove a point in the movie about, like, something called, like... That's, like, big, and, like, Miles has to deal with it. Listen, I'm gonna say it. Some of the Spider-Men are villains. <laughs> like, some of them are straight-up villains. And it was awesome seeing certain Spider-Men want to, like, be villainous because they think it's the right thing to do to, like, protect the multiverse. But it's, like, you're supposed to protect people. Why are you being an asshole? <laughs> Again, it's hard to explain without spoiling. It's like next week. Are any the other previous Spider-Man and Spider-Verse in it? Well, like from Spider-Verse, like Noir. Or oh, Sam? yes. Okay. Yes, and some of it is just like, like his like memory of it. So it's like footage from the first one, and then there's like some that show up for like two seconds, and then there's some that. Don't show up at all. It's, like, really weird. It's not a cameo fest. Well, it, it is. It is. But, like... but, like, it's used in the story very well. Because it's, like, about the fact that they're trying to stop Miles. Because I hated the idea of people pissing and coming and shitting their pants over spectacular Spider-Man. Slight, his, like, no, but, like, he actually team. has dialogue in the movie. Okay, but it's like two lines. That's still two. But lines. again, like, and it is Josh King because like he went to the premiere and he confirmed. It. But like, Larry Lowenthal talks. He does. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he does. Yes. He does. Yes. Like, he, and I will say he's like hyper CG. So like, while everyone else is like, <laughs> like really nice, like animated and stuff, Yuri Lowenthal's like thick hyper realism cg just like the video games <laughs> and like it looks really distinct from everything else they kind of get they don't do totems thank god they don't do totems but they kind of do something from the comics that involves like traveling and it's dumb but it's like a big part of how the cliffhanger works so like they really lean into the spider thing. What it means to be Spider-Man. What it means to be Spider-Man. You have to take that mantle. God, I wish I could keep talking about it. And I really want to get into spoilers. God, fuck. But I will say, it. I think it's better than Into the Spider-Verse. I liked the darker tone. The animation's way better. Like, it made the first one kind of look like rainbows and sunshine. <laughs> like... Weirdly enough, like this one, which is like way too real. Like there's like scenes 
of like dialogue that are like yo what the fuck why is this so real and they're just like talking and like apparently i didn't notice it but like gwen has like trans rights signs in her room yeah that was on the trailer it was it was yeah okay because like someone pointed out that like they're kind of equating not being able to tell your loved ones something and sort of trying to hide your identity kind of relating that to like trans people and like how they feel and stuff they sort of equated spider gwen with that sort of idea which makes sense but she's not trans she's still it was (laughs) Um, hidden very well in the trailer yeah and people found it anyways and youtube went nuts they got mad for like they got mad for a day but now they're like it beat the woke little mermaid exactly it's like what the fuck <laughs> but then they're mad that it was like black people in it like make up your damn life. i don't get it i liked the first one but the second one was just too woke for me <laughs> how <laughs> what excuse look i'm gonna say it i think easy 10 out of 10 easy the flaws that I have with it are kind of funny, like the Venom one. <laughs> um, like, I genuinely, like, again, it's like a feeling, you know. Sometimes it could be like a great movie, but it's like boring as fuck. And you're just like not into it. But this was like one of those things where, like, I didn't want it to stop. I mean, I had, I needed to pee, so I kind of wanted it to stop. Is, but like, if it was three hours, I would have been fine with it. Is it the best... Is it is it better than Kung Fu Panda Two? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. That's I all I, I genuinely like. I'm not gonna try to imprint something onto you, but like, me personally, I think it's probably the best Spider-Man movie. So we're just gonna throw that out there, and I think it. It's probably my favorite of this year. I haven't seen many from this year, to be fair. I've seen like 15 movies from 2023, but still probably number one no it's definitely number one i don't want to jump the gun just yet i might need it to see it a second and third time when it gets to like all-time favorites but i it, it could easily get there I'm just gonna point that out i just hope my car doesn't break down by the time thursday when i have to when i get to watch it breaking down on the street <laughs> no i've made it i've made it like i've made it to like seven months without changing oil so i think i can make it another week <laughs> fucking explodes um so yeah that was my wanted to be short but wasn't short spoiler free kind of review of across the spider-verse let me just say next week when we're doing all of these reviews of all these movies I'm still going to be more excited to talk about Across the Spider-Verse a week after I've seen it. <laughs> I'm just going to point that out there. I'm going to be very excited to talk about it with spoilers. Um, I give it a 10. Do you have anything else? I'm watching it Wednesday. Thursday. I'm watching it Thursday. Thursday. Um, all right. I think we're going to end it. Less than two hours, boys. We did it. Oh, you need to do the outro. You oh, yeah. ChiliMarty69 on Twitter. The Real ChillMart on Instagram. And ChillMart Podcast on YouTube. And ChillMart on Spotify. Yeah. Um, it's a little early than normal. 
We should hopefully be able to do it Sunday next week. I think we will. I, think I we have will. Sunday off, I think. All right, that works. I hope. Uh, I requested okay. it off. Okay, so uh, thank you. Bye!